Yo, what's up? And welcome to episode 47 of Throwback Hoops. My name is Rob Clayton. And look, before we go any further today, I just wanted to take a quick moment to wish Woody's dad, Raj, all the very best with his upcoming surgery. Woods, how are you holding up, bro? It's been a tough week, man. And it's really nice of you to say that. Yeah, man, just, just pushing through. So just we're all, the whole family is getting behind dad and, and hopefully uh, he can be strong and we can all be strong for him. Thanks, Absolutely, man. mate. Now, sending all my love to your family. You know how, how much I love your dad as well. So yeah, be, be thinking of him this week when he has that surgery. So, all right, so I appreciate it, Woods. Look, just before we get into it, guys, just a reminder where to find us. Um, of course, our videos are on YouTube. Um, please make sure you rate and subscribe. And of course, if you're listening to the audio, it's available on all podcast channels. All right, so let's get straight into it, Woods. We'll do how we start off the show each week and showcase our jerseys. Uh, see, we're in a nice mix one there today. Um, let's show, show us who you're rocking. Sure thing, man. So Woods are standing up with the Adidas New York Knicks number three. I think I know who this is. Steph Marbury. Very nice, that one, Woods. Pretty topical as well, right? They saw him, saw him mentioned on the Redeem team. Um, documentary yep. last week and everything like that and the, the, the game before that that didn't go too well for the America but yeah what do you want to tell us about Steph uh, from Brooklyn New York you know we you know I, I like to talk about that long line of great point guards to come from New York City um, you know highly touted coming out of high school and college and probably expected him to have a better career in the NBA than he did I mean he had a solid career with Minnesota New Jersey Phoenix uh, New York and then Boston at the end for a sip of coffee that's right I think yeah. right yeah but really where he made his mark was in the CBA in China right and there's actually a documentary out about him and what his life was like post 2009 with the Boston Celtics where he actually spent you know what 10 years as a as a player now he's a coach there in the, in the CBA so okay interesting um, yeah, he's with the Beijing Royal Fighters, right, as nice. a coach now. Have so. you watched that New York City Point Guards documentary yet? No, I really do want to watch uh, it, man. Get so, to yeah. That. yeah, that's good. Obviously, it has a sort of an interesting sort of feature on him and everything like that. So, no, he was a good player. Yeah, you're right, though. He sort of didn't quite have the NBA career that, you know, it was expected that he might have, but then he went on to end up having an amazing career and doing, you know, what he did overseas sort of thing, you know, with his statue and everything. I mean, he'd be treated like an absolute god over there in China. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah Definitely. Nice, nice. I like that one, Woods. All right, well, I'm doing, going back to doing my doubles today. So, um, so as you can see, hanging up in the background there, I've got a Dennis Schroeder Hawks blue Adidas jersey there. So, you know, I'm a big fan of DS17 there, Woods. Um, yep. Yeah, love the guy when he's with Atlanta. Things probably haven't completely worked out for him that well since he left there, but I'll just stand up and show you the one I'm rocking as well. You might notice Woods as well. For the people that can't see, um, obviously had a bit of a major surgery on my pinky finger yesterday, or sorry, on Friday, surgery three. Um, they haven't been able to fix it, so they basically fused all the bones in there now. I was getting severe osteoarthritis and a few other things. So, yeah, going to be out of action for a while, but I'm going to come back and, and ball hopefully bigger and better um, early next year. So, all right, I'll just take us away with what I'm wearing today. So everyone who can't see, Robbie's wearing, I think it's a 2019 classic black Atlanta Hawks, Dennis Schroeder, DS-17 jersey. I, I was mentioning there, Robbie, I think that's 2019 or 18, maybe? Yeah, three year, a bit earlier than that, maybe, yeah. Maybe? yeah, yeah Robbie, when did he leave? When did he leave? Last year? It was around 17, I think it might have been. 17 then, okay. That time. Yep. Yeah, obviously yep, we yep. sent him off to, okay, see, so I think he was, um, it was him and Mike Muscala, I believe that yep. might have been being... 
I should have got my facts right with this one, but maybe that Carmelo trade that he never ended up reporting um, to the Hawks. I don't know. Could be completely wrong with that. It's been a, been a funny week and a lot of medications, so don't quote me on that one, guys. But um, look, just a little bit on um, Schroeder there. So he's currently played nine seasons in the NBA after getting drafted by Atlanta at pick 17 in the 2013 draft out of Germany. Um, he played for five seasons. So there you go, Wood. So 2018, he would have left. 18. Um, That's the 2018, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Look, he's become a little bit of a journeyman, really, hasn't he? So since leaving the Hawks, he's played with OKC, the Lakers, Boston, and Houston uh, before recently signing in this offseason to go back to the Lakers. Um, let's just say that Schroeder um, bet on himself in free agency and he lost um, quite badly. That's, it's safe to say. So it's probably one of Definitely. the worst, um, yeah, worst contract or biggest contracts that's been turned down. And obviously things have gone a little bit south since then. So um, his accolades, Woods, I hope you're sitting down. None. So he actually doesn't have any accolades there. Um, but look, he's definitely carved out a solid career. He's also been really um, impressive with Germany. He recently led the national team to third place in the, the Eurobasket tournament there. And they knocked out um, Greece in that tournament. So he's very good internationally there. Um, look, he's still relatively young, isn't he? I think he can still sort of carve out a, a pretty sort of solid career there. Um, he seemed to fit in well when he was with the Lakers last time. So... Um, you know I like to show a bobblehead woods. You know I've got a bobblehead of course. So I'll just show you this one I've got. So wearing his white hawks uniform there. He's got his nice blonde streak there. DS seventeen. I thought I'd do the double as well. So I don't just have the bobblehead today, but got one of those bleacher dolls as well. So oh, that's the same awesome. one. He got the little streak there as well. So looks pretty cool. I like my jersey as well. It's actually got the umlaut bit on the back of his name, obviously being German. A lot of Germans yep. have those umlauts there. So, and that was interesting. You could only get the ones with that umlaut on the official proper jerseys from the team store. So I feel like I paid about $60 extra to get a couple of dots on the back anyway. But I quite like this jersey. But no, a nice one would. So. Hey, hey, just just for just for entertainers, do you have a Stefan Marbury bobblehead? Um, ooh, I do. I've got a Phoenix Suns one. Yeah, actually, there you I, go. we didn't we didn't uh, check what jerseys are wearing this week, but we I didn't. do. I do have a Steph Marbury one somewhere. Yeah, I think he's got his tats on the side of his arm and everything else like that. So, what, what would you say was his most memorable team that he was with there? What, who do you sort of? What do you reckon there? I mean, I reckon early in those early days with Kevin Garnett and him, you know, being mm. having that great friendship and and whatnot. That's what I remember. Even Shane Hill getting getting on that team for a short yeah, while. Right. I rem- remember that fondly, right? So yeah. I think for me, it's Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think people are going to necessarily remember, you know, obviously the Boston and even maybe not so much the, the Knicks sort of career that he had there. But yeah, no, certainly sort of two different ones. I was actually thinking of some, um, what my jerseys might be for the next episode today. So I think I've got a good one for next week. So I'll surprise awesome. you with that one there, Wood. So Terrific, all right, man. so we might get straight into it. Um, look, just wanted to apologize as well. Obviously, we mentioned at the top of the show, you know, Woody's had some, some you know, serious family stuff he's had to do with so we do apologize we weren't able to do an episode last week um yep. we're currently recording this one on monday the 17th of october so we're going to do a bit of a wrap on the mbl um, round we know there is one game to come it's about three hours time um illawarra new zealand am i right woods um in that last yep. game yeah so yep. all right so what i thought we'd do is we might just talk about it you know a couple of things from that previous round woods is there anything that stood out in this um this round three for you in the mbl well definitely cans upsetting you know sydney at the queue right mm. um yeah, as you said, I had a few things going on, so I wanted to get my mind off stuff and actually went out to the game and tried to um, take it in. And yeah, just I've been saying it all season and we were recently guests on the Sport Blokes podcast and I mentioned it there Shout as well. Out to like, Sport Blokes, yeah. Cairns are a really fun team to watch, right? Yeah. And uh, both those teams with those high-octane offences made for a really exciting game. And uh, yeah, I mean, huge upset there from Cairns. But I mean, Sydney are a really good road team. 
you know, they they are a better road team than a home team as it's the last thirty odd game. I mean, they're still good at home. They're still. What's the guy with these Friday night games? What's I've seen they've got another one that's saying they're third in a row and they're their final for the season. So what's that all about? Because they don't normally have Friday night games traditionally in the past, do they? Yeah, I don't actually mind Friday night games. They're pretty good because mm. you got the weekend ahead of you and, and whatnot. Yeah. But in terms of the families and you know the groups that want to go out there to get better crowds, you're better off going to Saturday day or a Sunday, you know, Saturday evening or a Sunday day game. Yeah. Um, you know, when when people were out in the city and finished off work on a Friday, they could easily go to the entertainment center back in the day, right? And yeah. Friday was a great great night for games. But um, being in Homebush now, it's a lot more difficult to get to after you finished off the work day. So did you say it's the last one for the season? It this, is the last of the so. season. So it's interesting. I didn't know if it was like a scheduling type thing where the Qdos had like sort of boogies. I'm not quite sure exactly. But yeah, I think yeah. probably that ideal time for a Kings home game is possibly that 5.30 Saturday night game, right? Um, yeah. That way it's it. obviously Love. very family friendly. You know, people can get a food, you know, afterwards or anything else like that. So um, yeah, anything. I was going to ask you actually, you talked about Kansas yep. Woods. Is that a bit of a concern with them? Obviously that McCall didn't play. Well, not a concern. That's probably the wrong word given they won. But interesting, isn't it? That McCall didn't play in that game and they didn't seem to, to miss a beat without him, did they? What do you sort of what do you reckon about that? McCall's great when he gets at it, you know, and plays a Justin Simon type role. That's what I want to see him play on that Cairns team, right? Mm. Rather than putting the ball in his hands, getting to be a playmaker, yep. um, that's not his natural position. So we saw Shannon Scott and uh, I know you, you've said recently that Ben Eyre is a shadow of his previous self, but in that game, when McCall was out, Ben Eyre got the backup minutes of the point guard position, and he was yeah. very, very productive in that one game, right? Mm-hmm. So let, let Shannon Scott, who's an absolute stud, right, and Ben Eyre run the point guard position and let McCall play off the be- bench or, or, and off the ball. I think bring him on as a sixth man. Let Shannon Scott start at the point guard position, yeah. bring Taj off the bench. He's a very much a team-orientated guy, mm-hmm. right? He won't mind coming off the bench. He'll still play his 30 minutes a game, right? That's just my thought, right? Get, keep the ball in the in the true point guard's hands. And, I'm hearing and, rumors yeah. that you might have um, recently purchased a Shannon Scott Cairns jersey. Is that right, Woods? That is correct. Oh, that so is what correct. Col- what really color nice, did you go? Did you go the new? The really nice snakes snakeskin uh, away jersey. You know, the nice. beautiful one that everyone's talking about is the best jersey of the season. That's I was got, also, to be, got to be the best yeah. jersey, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and also from the round Brisbane. I mean, I've been very very concerned about them. I know they've had four Absolutely. tough games, yeah. but it's not. It's not. It's not that they've lost the full game, it's how they've been coached by Duncan and how they've lost the game. And you've spoken about it before, their body language, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I thought DJ Mitchell was probably the only sort of, you know, yeah, brilliant. only sort of bright spot for them in that game, you know, yesterday. 2010, man. Kings. Yeah, he was good, wasn't he? But, yeah. you know, what do you think about Baines? Do you think this is like kind of what we're going to get from Baines? Do you think it's going to take him a little while and he will start improving? I, I was, I've got to be honest, I was expecting a bit more than what he's been delivering so far. It's a serious injury that had a neck injury, right? We've seen people like Amaka Okafor have those injuries and never be able to come back and be the same player, let alone having that kind of injury late in your life, right? Mm. Um, but, I mean, I, I think it's a combination of both. You know, he needs to go and demand the ball in the post a little bit more. I think, what, out of half his field goal attempts with three-point bombs, right? Yeah. And it's also the coach's um, responsibility to put him in places to succeed, right? And that's hard to do yeah. without a proper point guard on that team. That's he's another story altogether. He's as well, isn't yeah. he? They could run that offense for him, look to sort of, you know, cut down the lane because I think he's a yeah. willing passer. Jab step right, jab step, well. jab step left, little yeah. hook shot. He can make those, man. So I think, yeah, we, yeah like... Yeah. Maybe it's a to be decided. Maybe, you know, maybe in like a month's time we'll sort of know whether this is the Baines we're getting for the year or whether it's yes. just kind of easing up to it sort of thing. But no, I appreciate that. Woods, look, I guess probably the, the thing I was going to talk about, um, don't want to obviously toot your team 
James Horn too much because you're going to sucking and all excited. But yeah, Sydney have been really impressive, haven't they? Um, I like the way they played. Obviously, they had the little blip against Cairns, but you know, obviously Cairns played really well that game. But just really like the balance they've got in the team this year. Um, I think Suarez has probably been better than, than awesome. a lot of people have been thinking. Right? He seems yeah. to just you know he's a role player, but I think he really sort of fits that role well for them. And look, they're really? such a deep team. Obviously, we saw Glover back playing you know pretty important minutes in this game. Um, yeah, very deep sort of team there. Um, the silly bitch will keep shooting as he does. You know, he'll have, you know, games where he hits, you know, good shots and he'll have games where he's pretty sort of, you know, stinks the place up sort of thing. But, yeah, liking that team there. Obviously, Walton Jr. is just so composed, isn't he? What, what's, what have you thought about him seeing him up, up and live? Yeah, look, he doesn't have to be the man every game, right? Those first few games, you know, he put put big numbers up. The next few games, he just played a role, filled up the stat sheet a little bit. Yeah. Um, and he's happy to sit back and, and, and let his other teammates succeed on given nights, right? And that's what makes him slightly different to, to Jalen Adams, right? Someone yeah. who, he's just a winner, right? That's yeah. what I've, I've, I've noticed about him. You know, he helps his team win ball games, right? Whether that's scoring, whether that's playing good defense, setting his teammates up, he doesn't care what happens at the end of the day as long as his team gets a W. And he does what he can to help them get that W, then he's happy. And I like that. Their free throw shooting on Friday night was ordinary. It reminded me of those old Sydney Kings teams with, you know, Ken McClary and, you know, Dalton and, you know, Utah running around shooting free throws. But, yeah, hopefully Cooks will improve that. It's weird, isn't he? He's improved his three point shooting, but his free throws, I mean, you see, I don't think he's hit two free throws in a whole season, has he? He's either missing maybe once or twice. Yeah, but he's been certainly been impressive. He looked really good in this round, didn't he? Yeah. Funny, the kid's sitting next to me, like, right next to the. He's sitting right next to the court. He's like, tuck your elbows in, Xavier, when he's shooting this free throw. It's like a little... Shout out to little Angus, nine-year-old, ten-year-old Angus, man. Nice. You're giving Xavier the right advice, little man. And just quickly before we go on to the talk about this week's round, Woods, tell me about these seats you've got, because I know you paid a little bit more and got some decent season tickets this year for the for the Kings. Tell me about the, the seat or the seat you've got this season. Yeah, so probably third from the court, third, third row from the court. Nice. So it's pretty cool. And uh, yeah... Uh, yeah right next to the player's dugout, get to go and, and stand around there. There's a, there's a private bar right there as well, which works well for me. That's dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I believe no, you had a bit nice. of interaction with our friend of the podcast, Brad Rosen, and a few other sort of guys. Yeah, well. Brad Rosen and me had a good chat. He's really happy to see me. He's like, Woody, man, it's good to see you. Like, not on a Zoom call, man. Like, you know, and then he's like, Tony D, man. He loved Tony D because I was wearing a Tony D Ambrosi uh, um, jacket, right? So he, he was loving that. So now it's really right. nice networking. Yeah. I don't think there would have been many of those those Tony D Ambrosius things in that crowd that game, right? Well, <laughs> no, nice. I, I would have forgotten his name until you just mentioned it then, actually, to be yeah. completely honest. But, all right, nice. Well, that's it. Yeah, just as I said, a little bit of a review on round three. We've got the, the last game to finish it off the round tonight. But, yeah, why don't you put the slide up for round four, yeah. Woods, and we'll sort of just go through that. I believe there's the same amount of games. I think there's eight games, I think, from memory. So a lot of teams on doubles again. Um, I think I read rightly that Melbourne might have doubles in the next, like, four weeks or something like that. So they've certainly got a... A lot of sort of doubles, doubles coming up in a row there. Um, so look, I guess the yeah the Thursday night game. Um, I'll sort of ask for your thoughts on the first one, Wood. So we've got New Zealand against Southeast Melbourne. What are your thoughts on that one? Yeah, Southeast Melbourne, man, they're really struggling. You know, they're 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 injured players are coming back. Um, I'm gonna go New Zealand. At home on a Thursday night, right? Because they're going to they enjoy playing at home. Yeah, playing tonight, yep. then they're going to back up in New Zealand on Thursday. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I agree with that one. Um, next yep. game after that, we've got Melbourne against Cairns. So I actually quite like that game. Um, yeah, Melbourne, they've certainly been up and down. They showed they've got a lot of talent with beating, in, you know, winning in Perth, like they always seem to, but then they sort of struggled a bit on the weekend. But they've got, they've got some handy players on that team. Um, so I think that could be a good game. I'll say probably... Melbourne in a close one. I know you probably won't want to hear Cairns losing, but um, the Friday night game, you going to that one, Sydney and Adelaide? 
Yeah, we'll see how things go with my dad's um, operation course, yeah. on Wednesday, and if yep. things are all good, then I'll, I'll head out on Friday night for sure. What did, you yeah, think yeah. Of, what did you think of Randall heading up in that fourth quarter for, for Adelaide in that game yesterday? Yeah, I, I, just after I, I ragged on him a little bit on the spot blokes, right? But, you know, you're going to have those days when Randall gets gets yeah. gets hot, right? Yeah. Um, I'm still not convinced that he has the right attitude, um, and he's, he's, a, he's a team first guy. But yeah, they won the game. But his I shots yeah. look good when they're falling, don't they? Obviously, the left-hander, yeah. you don't see a lot of left-handers, and he shoots them from so far out as well. So yeah, he, I mean, I think he sort of showed he could really sort of you know, turn the game on its, on its head, that sort of thing there. So yeah, not a bad game, that one. I think you, if you do get to that one, you'll probably enjoy that one. Um, yep. We've got South East backing up again at home against Brisbane. Um, look, I'll have to say South East for that. I mean, when are Brisbane going to break this? This um, I mean, maybe on the last game of the round, but look, they, they could go to, I think, 0-5 if they lose this one to, to South East. Well, there. And, it, if what we say is true and New Zealand beat Southeast Melbourne in that um, game over there, Southeast yeah. Melbourne will be one and four, I think, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. So I mean, both teams are going to really, you know, be looking for a victory. Let me just double check that that is actually right. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're one in three at the moment, right? Um, Southeast got a lot of the roster. Yeah, that's right. Strange. Yeah, so that's a big game for them. So you're right. If they do lose, like we said, that's you know a must win for both those teams. And look, yep. Southeast are trying to fit some of these guys back in, aren't they? Obviously, you know the, the one of their imports, I think, is back now. Um, Joe Chi's back, but yeah, it's sort of you obviously saw the the big fella didn't get as many uh, win, uh, minutes. Williams there. I'm not sure whether playing Kyle Adnam, the, the minutes that he's getting sustainable there. He's had a couple of good games, but he's had some really awful yeah. games as well. So I think you might. See guys like Junior Madut and those sort of guys probably playing a little bit less now you've got the, the roster coming back. But yeah, they'd want to get a move on, wouldn't you? You wouldn't want to sort of be one and five, one no. and six at this stage of the year. So those two right. coaches, by the way, Mitchell and Duncan, mm. for me, are the, are, the, are the two guys in the hot seat, man. Ooh, right? Like, seat. Okay, possibly first coach fired. Reckon if something goes south, one of those. Times. I mean, we don't really fire coaches in the middle of the season, right? Yeah. Doesn't happen too often. But True. those two, if, they, if those two don't like deliver for their respective teams this year, their their contracts could come to an end. You know. No, good call. Uh, next one, I'll take us over this one. So we've got Tassie against the Wildcats. Looking forward to this game. Um, Tassie seem like they've got it together a bit now, haven't they? Obviously, you know, started off a little bit slow, but I think you know Kelly's look pretty good. Um, Majet sort of had a lot better round, didn't he, this week? I think a lot of people yep. were sort of, you know, hanging a bit of stuff on him this week and saying maybe he wasn't the, the right player for the team. But, geez, he came out firing, didn't he, in both yep, those agreed. games? So yep. good to see. I know we're big fans of, um, of Majet there. Um, all right, so the next one we've got Cairns and New Zealand. Um, thoughts on that one? Long road trip for New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand, what... They're playing tonight, they're playing on Thursday, and they're playing again on Sunday. So you're looking in the space yeah. of six days, they've got three games. So they're going to be really have some, some tired legs. You know, that's like an NBA type, type scheduling, playing that game so, you know, close to each other. Yeah. And Cairns wouldn't have ha- had a home win yet. True. So they'd be looking to deliver a win against their home in front of their home fans. Yeah. Just quickly on New Zealand Woods, I'm not seeing quite the impact that uh, William McDowell White from maybe what we were expecting there. I think obviously Isaiah Leafa is probably you know, that's why getting, that's, that's exactly why, why right. Man. And he's he's yep, playing yep. better out of the two, but yeah, a little bit yep. of a surprise. I think we both picked um, BMW as you like to call him to have a really big season. So we'll obviously see how he goes there. Hopefully he has a, a big game tonight in that game we mentioned there. But yeah, just a little bit sort of slower than what I thought. He hasn't played badly, but no one expected Isaiah Leafa to come here and um, uh, you know. Play so well, yeah. Ten assists the other night, right? Yeah, looking great. Yeah, no, he's looking really good. His shots really improved, doesn't it? You Absolutely. Sort of feel like man. every three yeah. he's taking is going to make now. Definitely. Um, then we've got yeah. the the Melbourne and Sydney game. So is this going to be like that game last year when Melbourne were up? Was it twenty eight nil or something like that? Or do you think there might be a different different result well, this time? Last time we were in Melbourne, I think what last week we were, we were up by twenty eight at halftime, man. What's the game uh, with, with the scheduling? Eh? That's a bit strange. That's the same thing happened last year, right? We played mm-hmm. Melbourne in the first four, four, five, six, four, four or five rounds, and we didn't see them at all for the rest of the season. But yeah. I tell you what, I mean, 
Melbourne are really concerning me. You, you, we mentioned earlier, what are some of your thoughts of the, the, the round? Well, Melbourne might have got away with the win in RAC Arena, but they've been playing terribly, man, like yeah. uh, at home especially. So, yeah. Yeah, no, fair call. And then we've got the last game of the round. Um, it's next Monday, is it? Um, Monday, yep, yep. Yep, so we've got um, Illawarra. So obviously they're sort of the Monday specialists these days. So Illawarra against Brisbane there. So, yeah, look, that could be a pretty big game. So that's Illawarra's only game of the round, isn't it? So they play this Monday and they have a full week off and another home game. So that's interesting. I'm yeah. sure they have a few doubles coming up. But, yeah, that could really be make or break for Brisbane, that game, couldn't it? Then? For both teams, man. Both teams could be struggling at that point, man. You know, you know like... Yeah, any um, any news tonight. on the Hawks um, import replacement yet? Have you heard any news on that? Or? Well, they've basically just closed up um, training camps and all the rosters have been finalised for the NBA, Robbie. Yeah. So there'll be a few guys that become available now. Did I hear uh, Willie Cauley Stein's yeah. name being mentioned on social media? Is it, I think I was talking about maybe for South East sort of thing. But imagine he ended up in the NBA. Wouldn't be a bad, bad It'd be great. And his game would, would translate pretty well to FIBA rules, you know? So Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah, he's pretty yeah. springy, runs the floor well. So, yeah, all right, yeah. nice. Well, that's a bit of the NBL wrap for this week. So, we'll just go on to the NBA now. It's really good to say, Woods, we're two days away from the NBA season starting. Um, I can't wait, funny. man. Yeah, I feel like I'm more excited than normal. It, so, yeah. yeah, you're pumped with this man. as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Well, what we thought we might do, I know we did the same last year. We might just go through a little um, sort of some award predictions there. We sort of did talk about maybe doing the over and under type thing, but it feels like every other podcast has been been doing the same thing there. So yep. we thought we might go through through some awards. Um, we actually don't know what each other's pick is. So it'll be interesting to see how similar we are with some of these. So Yeah, definitely. Right, so, Looking forward to it. All right. So we'll start off with MVP. Who you got for MVP? Giannis. Oh, Giannis, me too. Giannis, mate. Hey, I hope they have those league pass ads again with Get It, Nicola, and the Giannis, mate. No, you don't. No, you oh, don't. I kind of no, ended up liking him. I was so bad that I ended up liking him, to be honest. I've got Giannis, too. So right. Give me uh, 10 seconds why you think it might be Giannis. His team's going to be great. I think Milwaukee, um, we'll talk about it later. I've got them as my championship favourite. Yeah. Um, they're going to have a full-strength s- roster back together with Chris Middleton healthy again. Joe Ingles joins that team. Mm-hmm. He's going to be the best player on the best team in the NBA, and you know he's going to put up you know, gaudy numbers. So, yeah. Yeah. He seems to improve a little part of his game every season, doesn't he? So, all right, well, that's the first one we're in agreement with there. This is interesting. Um, all right, All-NBA, I'll take us away with that, Wood. So I've actually gone a pretty similar All-NBA to last year. The the other guard spot, you might be surprised. So I've got Luca. I've got James Harden in the second spot there. I'm expecting a big wow. back season from Harden this year. I, seems like he's in good shape. I actually think Philadelphia, and we'll talk about that, I think you know, they're going to have a really good season. I think, um, you're, I, I think you're reading there, man. All-NBA first team, Harden. Well, you're I don't know. Someone's going to get there. I mean, it's either going to be him or Curry, I would have thought. Um, yeah, I don't see yeah. Devin Booker maybe making it like last year. But the front yeah. line, I've got Giannis, Tatum, and Jokic, which is the same as last season. But, yeah, what's your All-NBA prediction? Yep, so Curry, Doncic, Doncic, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid. So Curry, Luca, Tatum, Giannis, and Embiid, man. So I think Nicola... Okay. Might just make the second team, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it's one of those ones. I mean, they talked last year. Could Embiid and, and Jokic make the same team? And they didn't. But, yeah, it's interesting. Obviously, one of those sort of will make it there. So, all right. So, finals prediction. Um, I'm actually going to say Philadelphia to win this year over Golden State. Bit of a, bit right. of a tip from left field there. But, yeah, who you got? Milwaukee over the Clippers. Clippers? Wow. The Clippers know how to make a, a finals? Or? <laughs> Not I think we are full compliment. If, if Kawhi's fit again and he plays 60-odd games, right, and he's yeah. fit for the playoffs, you got John Wall, who, who's not been injured for a year, just hasn't played for a year. But, yeah. you know, so They've got a lot of depth, lot of depth. don't they? I mean, pick yeah. up guys like Covington and, you know, Norm Powell yeah. can come in and score 30 points in so much NBA depth. game. Yeah. So, yeah, all right, so interesting there. So, um, 
All right, so we've both got East teams winning, which is interesting. Um, so conference finals, so I've got Philadelphia beating Boston um, and I've got Golden State beating Denver. So I'm expecting Denver to have a, a really big season this year. What are your um, conference final picks? Uh, yeah, because you had Golden State and Philadelphia in the finals, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so West I've got Golden State and the Clippers mm-hmm. um, with the Clippers to win. Yeah. And I've got Milwaukee and Miami in the East with Milwaukee mm-hmm. to win. I can tell we're going to differ on Miami. I think we might have last year and I think you might have trumped me on that one, but... Um, does it sound bad if I say that Miami, I've got picked to make a play-in tournament this year, Woods? Oh, that, that's terrible, man. Come right, on, That's man. my prediction. Yeah, hey, I'm not going to come yeah. on here and give boring takes anyway. So, <laughs> all right, we'll go straight on to that. So, look, in terms of the East playoff, so um, we might go through our top six first and we'll go into the play-in. So, okay, my top sure. six in order. So, I've got Philly first, Boston second, Milwaukee third, bit of a homer call coming up, the Hawks fourth, Cleveland fifth, and the Nets sixth. Um, actually, I might as well right. finish with the last four, and then you can do yours. So the four sure. teams I've got in the playoff in order. So I've got Miami at six, Chicago seven, Toronto eight, and New York nine. So I guess the big changes on last year, I've got Miami um, and Toronto. So you need 10, right? Seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten are playing, right? Uh, so yeah, Miami, Chicago, Toronto, New York. So New York. Seven, eight, nine, ten, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yep, yeah, cool. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, what about yourself? What do you got? I've got Milwaukee one, Miami two, Philadelphia three, Miami Boston two. Oh. Yeah, Boston four, mm-hmm. Brooklyn five, Cleveland six, um, and in the play-in, Atlanta, Chicago, Raptors, and Wizards, I've said. I want to say on Miami, I'm, not, I'm certainly never going to say you're wrong with that, Woods. To me, it felt like everything kind of went right for them last year, and they had that second-best record in the East there. I don't think they've done a whole lot to improve their team, to be honest. Um, you know, you've got a couple of guys that are a year older there. You've got some guys on some big money and you know, Duncan Robinson and Hero. So you reckon they can sustain that? And, and I think Kyle Lowry's going to have a better season than he had last year, right? Was he's battling a, a lot of family things. issues and stuff last year. I don't know exactly what they were, but yeah, he could yeah. be right. It could be a bounce-back season for him. And that, that, that's why I'm saying I think Bam Adebayo is just going to take you to the next level defensively, right? I, I, yeah. We'll talk about later who I've said who my... Well, I'll tell you, he's my defensive player of the year prediction, so we'll, we'll, we'll go through that later, but yeah. But that's I, certainly that's our biggest that, difference so far, isn't it? So you've got Miami second and I've got Miami seventh, so that's a big yeah. change. What did you say you had the Hawks? I've got them at fourth. What did you have the Hawks? I've got them at seventh. I have them seventh. at seventh. Okay, so we're a bit yeah. different there. So it could be a bit of the home room here coming out then. But look, I, um, well, actually, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll do the West and we'll, we'll do a little thing about the Hawks as well. So look, I'll sure. take us away with the West there, Wood. So um, I've actually got Denver with the best regular season record. Um, really like that team. I think last year they won 48 games with no mark and no Michael Porter Jr. So I could easily see them winning another you know, seven games or something like that and getting that top seed. Um, we've got Golden State at two, Phoenix at three, Clippers at four, Memphis at five, and the T-Wolves at six. Um, obviously, I can see Utah totally slipping out of that, you know, last year. Um, to wrap up the, the playing tournament, I've got Dallas at seven, the Lakers at eight, uh, Pelicans at nine, and then Sacramento at ten, which is you know, yeah, probably, that... probably a good season for them if they can get that high. Yeah, yeah what do you got for the West predictions? So I've got Golden State at one, LA Clippers at two, Denver Nuggets at three, Grizzlies at four, Suns at five, Lakers yep. at six, mm-hmm. and then seven, eight, nine, ten, Mavericks, Timberwolves, Pelicans, and Kings. Okay, so we're a bit different on the Timberwolves there. Um, give me a quick, uh, give me ten seconds on Phoenix Woods. What are you sort of? You're obviously sort of not liking them much this year, right? Compared to where they were. Look, I just year. think that they've gone through a lot of internal turmoil. We've got the issues with DeAndre Ayton, um, you know, and the coaching staff, right? Yeah. Um, with Mick, no, with Monty, right? Um, yeah, that's a worry, they, they, Yeah, yeah have, have they started talking yet? Or no, what? I don't think so. Maybe they'll start sending each other letters or something in the post, but yeah, it's very <laughs> strange, isn't it? But, and that's the same thing that I'm a bit down on Boston as well. I know they're going to be really good, and Matt McQuaid won't like me, me saying this, but, mm-hmm. you know, they've lost Robert Williams for 
the best part of two thirds of the season, right? Yeah. That's asking Alhoff or Alhoff to play big minutes late in his career. Yeah. And they've also got the the, the turnaround in the in, in coach in the coach with all that internal stuff that's been going on with um yeah, sure. with the Doka and whatnot. So I think these kind of external factors are going to affect Boston in in the East and and Phoenix in the West a little bit, right? No, so. good call. Well, look, we'll certainly revisit that. We'll name and shame at the end of the year, depending on how we went. And I think it's always good, just you know, you're actually putting this out there, sort of thing. You can't sort of you know, at the end of the season, yep. say, oh yeah, I knew you know Miami was going to make the play or whatever it was. You know, we've got these out there now. So, all right, just a few yep. quick ones to wrap it up, Wood. So we did this one last year. So the Hawks win total. So last year they went 43 and 39. So I'm going to say they improved with five wins and they end up going 48 and 34. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly what I've got. Okay. <laughs> 48 oh, wow. and 34, bro. 48 and 34. Exactly. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's realistic, right? They had a few injuries last yep. year. We've got a, picked up an all-star as well, and DeJounte Murray, I think, is going to really fit well with them. So, look, 48, I'd be happy with that. I mean, look, as obviously, I'm a little bit higher on where they'll finish in the season. I think probably, I think the East is going to be very sort of close. There are a lot of teams in between yeah. 40 and 50 wins. So, uh, 11 to 15 is going to be tanking, man. Do you know what I mean? So there's yeah. a lot more wins going to be up for grabs is what I'm saying here. So I hear there might be, might be a couple of reasons for teams to, to tank this season. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. For yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. Um, who's going to have the worst record? Pacers. Pacers. Okay, that's not a bad one. Yep. I've got in my notes OKC and not even close, but, yeah, you could be right. I think OKC – I'm sorry, Indiana, depending on what happens there, they could start trading away. Yeah, they're going to go into tanking for sure. They'll trade away everything, you know. Heald will go, uh, Turner and, you know, whatnot, and they'll start tanking. No, uh, maybe yeah. go to Rookie of the Year, Rand, next. All right. It's a good, good segue. Yeah. All right, who you got Benedict – Benedict Matherin, because yeah. they're going to play him into the ground, man, right? He's a when they go to tank, guy, isn't he? Yeah. totally, man. Yeah. And when they start tanking and start, like, you know, um, resting a lot of their, their players, yeah. Benedict will get a good run and, and play as many games as possible. He was a top five pick as well, so it's unusual that you get a rookie of the year coming out of the top five. Yep. I forget, I think he was his six, I think. Maybe? Six, yep. Six, okay. Yep. Yeah, that's actually a good prediction. I mean, look, I went a little bit sort of vanilla there and I went Banchero, um, yeah, the number one pick. I'm not really going out on a limb there, but I've liked what I've seen from him so far pre-season and that I think he'll be good but no I think I like your pick there um all right, six now. I'll take a sway. I'm going to say Christian Wood for Dallas there. I think he's... Yeah, same, man. Oh, okay. So we've got a few sort of yeah. agreeing on there. Yeah. I, I, I found that a little bit hard, actually. So you never quite know how, you know, is Jordan Clarkson going to start, come off the bench, these sort of guys. But Christian Wood, they said, will definitely come off the bench. And, you know, he could easily be... What could you see him averaging off the bench? Woods like 16, 17 points, possibly? Yeah, maybe even up to 20 points. I'm, I just want to, I want to know who's going to play the four or five spots starting at... For, for for Dallas this year, Maxi Kleber, and then I don't know if Powell's what, healthy. Dwight Powell, like, like I mean, yeah. well, won't he just eventually start? Man, I mean, don't you think Christian should be starting? That team? See, maybe like, that will happen. Maybe in the first month, yeah. I'll say, "What are we doing?" That's here? the one thing that these other options, yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. yeah. No, okay, it's yeah. interesting. We picked the same there. Um, all right, uh, most improved. Who you got for that? Tyrese Maxi. Oh, okay, that's not a bad one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more from his game rather than just scoring. That's my only knock on him. I've sort yep. of thought about him in fantasy, but he literally gets like two rebounds a game and two assists. But yeah, he's certainly no, he's not a bad playmaker, is he? You know, mm, like... I don't know whether he'll have the ball a lot in his hands with sort of Harden sort of taking it up there. But yeah, I think it's a good pick. He could definitely average probably close to 20 points, I guess, couldn't he? But I don't mind that pick there. Um, you're checking a stat there, I can see. So let me know what you're doing there before I go to the next one. Yeah, um, 4.3 assists per game, 17.5 points last year. Yeah. Right. So to get most improved, you probably have to get close to twenty and maybe boost those assists up. So yeah, no, it's yep. a good call. Good call. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get the Homer card out again. I'm going to say DeAndre Hunter. 
Um, I really like what he's done for us in the preseason. Um, I think he's someone that people sleep on a little bit as well. So I think if he did come out and have a good year, he's probably someone that's been a little under people's radar. So yeah, yep, DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter for me. And look, there, there were some rumours last week they might consider trading him or Onyeka Okongwu to Phoenix for Jay Crowder. No, no, no. Please don't do that. Yeah. Look, no. if we can get Jay Crowder for, for not giving up much, I'll be happy with that. But yeah. you don't give up two young core pieces for someone, an old guy like um, Jay Crowder. Yeah. But anyway, all right, we've got three more, I think, Woods. Um, defensive yep. player of the year. I'll take away. I've got Rudy. Go be. I didn't sort of go Again? too far okay. with that one, but I was thinking Minnesota. I think twin tower combination with him and Cat there. I think he's going to be good. Um, who'd you have for? Well, I mentioned one? earlier the reason I think Miami's going to oh, do yeah. so well this year is a bounce back season for Kyle Lowry yep. and Bam. Adebayo taking his game to another level. So I've got Bam Adebayo as defensive player of the year yeah. this year. Yeah. Good call. Good call. Um, coach of the year. Who'd you have for that? JB Biggerstaff. Okay, interesting. Yeah, they should certainly be a more improved team, shouldn't they, this year, the Cavs? Cleveland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say Mike Malone. So, look, as I said, I think Denver. Yeah, yeah, picking yeah. them to have the best regular season record. It's interesting. I'm picking them for the regular season record, but I still don't think Jokic is going to be in a contender for that, that third MVP in a row. It just doesn't seem to happen, does it? Um, yep. But then, you know, like I said, they won 48 games last year and he won it. If they were to win, say, 57 and they were the top seed, geez, it'd be hard not giving him that award, wouldn't it? But, no, I mean, they don't, like, they don't like giving three in a row, do they? It hasn't happened for no. a very long time. So, all right. Yep. Um, and look, the very last one, we just sort of did a bit of a fun one here. So the first star to be traded. So I'll take us away. So I've kind of got in my notes here, if, is Mike Conley a star? If so, possibly him. I think he could be the first one. I'd say he... Close to being a star, isn't he? Um, if, if you're not going to say he's a star, I'll say Draymond for a bit of, bit of comedy value for a trade. But yeah, who do you think for that one? Babe, just before I give you mine, I think with someone like Mike Conley on that young team with Colin Sexton and a few other, you know, young guys on that team, having a guy like Mike Conley around this year won't be the worst for Jazz because amongst a lot of, you know, inexperienced players... Um, I think someone like Jordan Clarkson might be sent off before before Mike yeah. Conley. Right? It depends right. what their, th- their, th- their thought pattern is, though, right? I mean, obviously, that could be, like, to his detriment, what you just said then. If they don't want to win this year and so they want to tank, they might say, look, get rid of him and, you know, give other guys more minutes. But, yeah, no, good call. Um, yeah, yeah. Who you got for, for yours? Once again, I don't. I wouldn't call him a star exactly, but Miles Turner, you know, I think Indiana, yeah. um, he's a great asset and there's a lot of teams that will want his skill set, a guy who can block shots and shoot threes from the yeah. five spot. He needs um, a change of scenery, right? Absolutely. And I think you'll see Indiana get rid of quite a few of their players. Buddy Heald, him. Yeah. Um, who else have they got there at the moment? There's not a whole lot there. TJ McConnell, they give up him or they throw him the keys maybe. Um, um, who's the guard from Sacramento? Just having a blank now. They just got traded over there. Oh, of course. Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton. They'll, they'll, keep they'll keep him. They'll keep him. They'll keep Chris Duarte and they'll keep yeah. um, you, you uh, Benedict Matherin, yeah. obviously. But I think those two are, 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 are definitely trade candidates. That's a pretty right? ordinary team, isn't it? Yeah, maybe I might have to rethink my team with the worst record. I still think it might be OKC. Okay, so they'll manage to sit guys in. Sorry, Fel- sorry Phelpsy. <laughs> no, shout out to Phelpsy. But yeah, with OKC, okay, so you can see you know, someone you know, getting like a sprained ankle and sitting out two months or something like that. So, all right, that was fun. Woods, we'll sort of you know, maybe revisit that at the end of the year and sure. see if any, how right we were. You know, If I was right or wrong with Miami and how some of those Hawks home calls were so all right so we're back um, by popular demand woods um i know all the, the, the people want to see it so we've got some more classic packs to sort of you know finish off the show this week what do you got 
I got the 1991 Flair, right? Ooh, okay, yep, nice. And maybe you want to tell the audience a little bit about the sport blokes and what we, what we did on their show and how they stole, stole our segment. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we went on there and we did a, a classic packs with sort of um, with Stu and Nate there. So Stu's been buying a lot of cards lately. I think he said there's a, a guy in sort of maybe Penrith Way in Sydney that's got a lot of you know boxes and packs and everything for sale. So he's been having great fun ripping those open. So yeah, we opened a pack of 1989 hoops and got a good pack, didn't we? So I recommend people yep. sort of go and listen to that podcast. I think we had a, a Michael Jordan there. Um, who else did we get? We got a we got a couple Bill of Lambia. Bill Lambia. We got a couple of nine names. Of, yeah, anytime you get Jordan in a pack, it's a good pack, right? So uh, let's see what we've got here. And just a reminder, Woods. Last time we did this a few weeks ago, it was possibly the worst pack we've ever had, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> These are the blue background sort of ones. Yeah, and I remember, man, exactly. When we were in America around this time, and I bought like 10, 15 packs of these. So yeah. these they were always a bit back cheaper, up. weren't they, the Fleer ones? Yeah, they yeah. Cheaper than sort of Upper Deck and some of the other ones, yeah. Right, okay, arguably the greatest power forward of all time, 1991 All-Star from the Utah Jazz. I'm talking about none other than none other than. right? Yeah. We've got a lot of Carl the Mailman Malone cards yeah, in the various right. packs that were called. I do remember yeah. these cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. nice. Okay, we saw Andrew Kenyon post a photo on Twitter of playing with one of his, you know, random white guys, along with his guard from the Dallas Mavericks. I'm talking about none other than... No, I'm talking about the guy that was playing with Mike. Who plays with Mike on the original NBA Jam? Which player is? No, Dallas Mavericks, okay. Point guard. Oh, Derek Harper. Derek, Derek Harper. Harper. Love those old Mavs jerseys. Yeah, he's sort of he's commentating now, I think, isn't he? For maybe for the for Dell. All right, so your favorite player of, of all time. You know, this is either going to be a, a good one like Dominic, or you're being sarcastic yep. and it's John. No, Cooper. I'm not being sarcastic. Okay. Your favorite player of all time, Dominic. Oh wow, Dominic Wilkins. Outstanding. Show the me the human back of that card. Highlight film. Wow, this is already one of the best card, uh, best packs I've ever had. Love on that one there. It's interesting they don't have his full name, whereas Jacques Dominique Wilkins, born in Sorbonne in France. But yeah, I'm loving that one. We've pulled this card so many times before. Had some years in Milwaukee. This is his Utah Jazz card. When he was a kid, he turned a certain yeah. colour and he got the nickname. Theodore Blue Edwards. Wow. Theodore now, He used Blue to throw some dunks Edwards. now. I think he made it. It's actually got Theodore there too, right? Interesting. Yeah. Than Blue. Um, you know, I've got his jersey, Woods. I've been sort of, you know, mentioning I might have to, to wear that on a show. So maybe I might have to pull that one sure. rather later. Theodore. Okay, uh, 1991, just an all-star game card. This is not, not one you can really guess, but yeah, just covers the all-star game. God. Who is that? Who's that with the ball? Is it uh, Jordan and Barkley there? Chris Mullen? Okay, interesting. That's a strange What does it say on the back? Unforgettable, unforgettable moments like this. One Phil... One film, Michael Jordan's highlight film of a career, named to the All-Star team for the seventh time in seven years. Jordan was a leading fan, go to for the fifth consecutive year. So they've been doing the, the public voting, right, for the All-Star game for years, right? Interesting, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not a bad okay. so far. All right. Um, Mad, from first, okay, his nickname, Mad Max, I think it was. Oh, Vernon Maxwell. From the Houston Rockets. Vernon Maxwell. Another guy I've got his jersey there. Of course, he was, as much as being a good player, he's also known for running into the stands and thumping someone. So, yeah, he was always that kind of loose cannon back in the he day. He was called Mad Max, wasn't he? No, he certainly was. For yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. He, was, he lived up to that name quite well as well. I was wearing this guy's jersey on the show the other day, and I made an incorrect statement about what he averaged in his last season with the Chicago Bulls, and I corrected oh, myself on the next the episode. Ch- the Chief. 
Nice. Robert Parrish. He was probably at least 40, in that. How old is Parrish now? Has he got his date of birth on there? How old is Parrish now? He's got to be, what, pushing, like, mid to late 60s? 47 to 75. 69. What year is he born? 47. No, 1953. So I was doing 47 years up to 69. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so he is nearly 70. Wow. Yep. This guy was one of my... Favorites, man. I love this team. In fact, when I first went to watch an NBA game in 91, I watched this guy play um, alongside Danny Manning and Ron Harper and, and all those guys. And then he later on had that that famous series where he played for New York. Uh, he's a power forward. Uh, Charles Smith. Charles Smith. Are you just trying to rub it in, Woods, about how many NBA games you've seen, knowing that I still have never seen a live game? Oh, like you want to get out there. Got to uh, I was not. I was not. Charles Smith, yeah, won't be remembered sort of fondly in New York, will he? Yeah, he won't. Okay, um, man, get this light on. That's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, born in Brooklyn, New York, an absolute living legend. You know, could score in a variety of different ways. Got to the mid range better than most. Had a storied career for New York, Washington. Um, no, no, this guy was a six foot seven swing oh, man. Bernard, right? Bernard King. Bernard King. Yeah, he was a great player, wasn't he? Yeah. This is a good pack. That is decent, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I'm being sarcastic now and saying this is your favorite player of all time. Not. <laughs> Could be. This is one guy. You, this is one guy you, who you say is overrated. You go to him all the time on our shows. Oh, Scott. Um, <laughs> Scott Pippen. Scott Pippen. Scott Pippen. Yeah. I know it's not always a popular opinion, but yeah, never a fan of that guy. I don't like him, but yeah, that is a good pack, though, right? Jeez. Yep. Charlotte Hornets forward. Guard was on oh, well, the forward, six foot nine forward, was on the 88 oh, Olympic J- team. We've spoken Reed. about this before. J.R. Reed. J.R. Yep. Reed. Nice. Yeah, he was, he was pretty solid, J.R. Reed, wasn't he? Yep. Okay, uh, arguably the greatest three point shooter of all time. He was the league leader in three pointers in 1991. Um, no. No, I'm joking. Nope. Uh, hey, I'm sorry. No, he's, yeah. League, no, he's the league, league leader in. Dennis Scott? Foul, foul shooting. 551 out of 691.8%. But he's also a great three-point shooter. Um, uh, Chris Ray, Ray Allen broke his record, right, for most Chris threes Jackson? made. No. no. Who, did Ray, who, did, who's, who, who did Ray Allen break the three-point record to beat, take over, as most three-pointers made in all time? Oh, Who's the leader before that? Oh, Reggie, of course. Reggie Miller. Shout out to you, Phelpsy. What a pack. What is that card? Oh, so that's actually the, the league leader one, isn't the it? The league leader in free throw shooting. That one is when he's rocking that really good um, flat top. And I, is that's the, yeah. the jerseys that Flojo designed as well, I think. The famous yep. um, Olympic um, athlete. Yep. yep. Florence Jones? Griffith, Florence Griffith Joyner. You're, you're yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. Um, Joyner. Yeah, yeah, Florence Griffith. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're thinking Grace right. Jones from the James Bond movies. Yeah. She looked a bit similar. Okay, this is his Warriors... Um, went to Xavier University, 6 foot 10 center... Workhorse of a man, um, made an all-star team with Cleveland later on in his career, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Gatling? No. Uh, number 32. Oh, Joe Smith. No, not Joe Smith. Um, 
Tyrone Hill. Ah, oh, Tyrone Hill. We're former one all star. You should have said he's a former Hawk, and I would have gone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, he made one All Star game with Cleveland, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah, that was right. When they yeah. always used to pick just a really boring big guy in those All Star games. They picked him and Detlef Schrempf in that same All Star game, actually. And I was like, what? Detlef yeah, and Tyrone. He had a solid career, though, Tyrone. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I like yeah. when he's with the Hawks. Okay, one of. Um, Reggie Miller's teammates, okay, played at Sacramento before moving to Indiana. He was the fifth pick in the 1982 NBA draft. Uh, went to the University of Texas, six foot ten, six foot ten, power forward center. Sacramento and Indiana. Um, what number did you say is? Number forty-one. Oh, Lasalle Thompson. LaSalle Thompson. Nice. You know I know those number clues there, Woods. Yeah, I know. That's why I gave it to you. Well done, man. Nice. All right. Hey, so tell done. me, just do a quick recap of the stars in that pack, all right? Okay, so Tyrone Hill, I guess, one-time All-Star. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Miller. Scott Pippen. <laughs> Bernard King. I wouldn't call Charles Smith a star. No. Robert Parrish. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, Theodore Edwards on the, on the cusp, mm-hmm. right? Dominique Wilkins. Definitely. And Carl Malone. That's a very solid pack. Yep. Nice. That was fun doing that one, Woods. All right. Well, that sort of takes us to the end of the show now, doesn't it? Definitely enjoyed doing it, Woods. Obviously, yeah, we missed um, doing our thing last week. And as I said, you know, hopefully everything's sort of okay with the family. And, yeah, please reach Thanks, out man. if you need anything. Um, I think you sort of mentioned on Twitter as well, you know, you really appreciate all the love that people showed, right? Everyone. That's, thank you so much. You know, the outpouring of support from the basketball community. It just Sometimes shows you this yeah. community, right? Yeah. yeah. So you go. Yeah, you go. Sometimes it's difficult to speak to, like, um, friends and family and people who already know your, your father's going through a difficult time, right? Yeah. But by putting it on Twitter and, you know, people who are not a bit detached from, from, you know, my inner circle, just to get that love and be able to, it's easier to speak to someone like that than someone mm-hmm. close to me because yeah. they also have a personal relationship with him. So, and the outpouring of support and love that I got really got me through that day when I found out that terrible news. So thanks to everyone who listens to our show and thanks to everyone who, who supported uh, myself and my family during a, a difficult time. Absolutely, much love there. Well, all right, good stuff, Woods. We'll sort of get to the outro now. So, um, look, as I sort of mentioned at the start of the show, you know, please make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel. Um, make sure, you know, um, you like and subscribe those videos there. And, of course, you know, the if you're listening to the audio podcast, you know, make sure you download those after each episode. Um, just a reminder where we can be followed. Um, on Twitter, we're at Throwbacks Hoops. Um, Instagram, we're throwback.hoops. Now, email address, throwbackhoopspodcast at gmail.com. Um, Woods, you want to give uh, maybe Patreon a bit of a plug? Yep, P- Patreon, just jump on there um, and look for Throwback Hoops. Um, if anyone pledges their support, we'd really appreciate it. And look, today we all, um, Robbie and I, you know, went and did our predictions for all the award winners, right? So if anyone wants to, you know, Definitely. throw in, throw in, throw their hat in the ring and, and give their thoughts on what, what they think of our predictions, what was were yours different, um, what would you change, etc.? We'd, we'd, we'd love to hear it. So email us, hit us up on Twitter. You know, Let me know what you think about my Miami predictions. Was I way off there? Was I being a homer with you know, DeAndre Hunter? You know, Was Woody right with Phoenix sort of slipping a bit? Yeah, definitely. Let us know your feedback. Yeah. And if you agree with any, it doesn't have to all be negative. If you agree with any, say that you, know, you think we're all spot on yeah. with those ones. So uh, good stuff there, Woods. Um, look, I just thought maybe before we finish, I know obviously we're in three um, fantasy cops together, aren't we, at the start this week. Um, what's your prediction Four. there? We're, 
Uh, three, three, three. Oh, NBL I'm, fantasy. I'm talking NBA, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So NBA, so we're in two Yahoo comps and a CBS comp there. So I'm sure we'll have a bit of banter with that throughout the season. And sort of they're very different comps, are they? We've got Roto and Standard in Yahoo. We've got the CBS, which we call a bit of a beginner's league, right? You sort of set, league, yeah. set your team for the week and kind of forget it sort of thing there. But um, I think we're both going okay in NBL fantasy. I think you might be about to lose to Santa this week, though, right? Oh, I think I'll win today, man. If Rob Lowe has a win. good game today, yeah. Interesting. Rob Lowe has a good game today. Then He's certainly looking I, good, I Rob Lowe, isn't he? Yeah. yeah I'm, well, I'm heading towards another win, but yeah, I think I've got Santa next week, so it's always a tough challenge. So, oh, good stuff. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Yeah, I just wanted to thank, really thank everyone for tuning in. Um, final word for you, Woods? Uh, thanks so much. Sorry we missed last week's episode, but we'll be back to do this every week. And uh, thanks for all your, your ongoing support to everyone who, who tunes into the program. Good stuff. Well said, Woods. And yeah, a big uh, peace out from the Throwback Hoops crew. We'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Thank you.